This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air. Hey there, hi there, this is Carol Reid and you are tuned to my show Ignite Yourself, Living Life on Your Terms where we really talk about ways that you can live a life that's a bit more empowered and a bit more um, at your own pace, on your own terms uh, for the things that matter to you really and today we're talking about imperfect messy action now it's kind of a cool um, phrase, a bit of a catchphrase that's happening a bit out there at the moment. People taking imperfect, imperfect messy action, or people taking imperfect, um, imperfect action. You know, um, and really what we're talking about there is is not getting too caught up on perfectionism and actually just taking action. Because quite often, perfectionism can actually kill your dreams. You know, if you get if you get too focused on trying to get something absolutely perfect and tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it, you never get it out to the world, you know, and you never take it, you know, you never get that blog post out or that book that's in that they say everyone has a book in them, you know. You don't get it out because um it's one of those things that, that you know, if you if you keep going down that track, you'll end up in a state where you get nothing done. And often People, um, that there's research that's come back through that, that people who are hoarders and people that are like that are actually perfectionists. I know that might not sound like, like they're two separate things, but they're actually linked together because they don't want to let go of that thing because they think they've got a perfect use for it. And, and then what happens? They just keep hold of that thing and then they keep hold of that next thing. You know, so it's actually recognizing, no, I can let go of that stuff and I can, that's another whole topic anyway, de- decluttering. Um, but, but really, um, perfectionism is, it's, it's one of those things that separates the winners from the wannabes is, is sort of what we're talking about. Um, but this imperfect messy action, I just did a weekend's course, um, that was very full on three days of four in the morning starts, um, finishing at two in the afternoon. It was an American course. Everyone was live, and one of the things we were talking about was taking imperfect, messy action and just really getting on with with doing the work rather than worrying and thinking that it might not be what I need to do or thinking, 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 thinking. Taking action can get you out of your head, into your body, and often into your heart to get things out there. And there's some, a couple of really awesome uh, women that I follow online and and read their books and things like that and one of them's called uh, Marie Folio and she's written a book called Everything is Figure Outable Um, and she's really good fun Marie if you like a bit of sense of humor and you like someone just who's full of energy that's her and she's been um, she's very very successful online Um, it's like she, she has Marie TV so she's like a blogger information you know speaker that kind of thing and she has a thing called B School once a year where you can actually sign up and be part of this thing called B School once you do it once you're you become a, a part of their alumni and you can come back in every year for free and literally it is a a way to be able to work through any kind of business concept that you've got taking it from concept to reality uh, and there's lots of fantastic fantastic stuff and I can't speak highly enough of B-School it's not it's not cheap to do it but if you're wanting to uh, get a business off the ground or you're wanting to improve your own business it's really something you can do online at your own pace and once a year you know she opens it up she has Q&A and that kind of thing and I follow her and she's she's got this really great mantra which I have taken forward since I started following her probably about six years ago now um, which is called progress not perfection so when I'm ever getting in that space where I think, you know, 
oh, I just want to tweak that's not quite right. You know, even doing these shows, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I've quite got enough stuff there. Is it really going to be any good? You just get on with it. You just put it out there. And honestly, truly, telling you right now, when you take action, when you keep moving forward like that, you will move forward. Like when you keep taking action, it's when you just want to tweak that thing and you get caught up in this perfection kind of cycle. And really, there's a big difference between excellence and perfection. So I really want to make that point. I I spoke um, on on, one, on another radio um, station here in Hawke's Bay um, a few years ago now, and I had a lady um, email me, and she was not happy about what I'd written, what I'd said uh, on, the, on the radio when I talked about perfectionism being um, a little bit more of a controlling thing than anything else as well. When you're trying to control everything with perfectionism, and actually, um, and her name was Joy, which I thought was quite interesting because she was ringing, me, she was getting hold of me to say that she was not very happy. <laughs> about what I'd said and I thought gosh that's not a way to sort of bring joy joy uh, but but she was saying she's been a perfectionist her whole life and she you know she she thought it was a good thing to be doing and I think what she was really saying there was that actually she was talking about excellence so that's that's different to being perfect and striving for perfection striving for excellence is is quite different because perfection is really an illusion Striving for per- perfection gets you set up, you know, for failure really, because nothing actually is perfect. If you really look around, the earth is not perfect. You know, if you really take look in the detail of a flower, a flower does not have everything absolutely perfect. It might look that way from a distance and from the outside, but if you look in, it's not actually perfect. And that's the same analogy to our lives. We can look at people on social media and we can think, oh, they've got it perfect. Oh, Carol, you've got a perfect life, you know, all these things. Actually, you know, I'm not perfect at all. You know, nobody is. When you actually really get in underneath it, they're not actually. There's all sorts of things that, you know, aren't quite correct or aren't quite what you'd call perfect. So um, that endless tweaking, it's, it's a it's a, just a manifestation of procrastination and it's fear of being judged. So really think about if you're wanting to share that thing with the world, get it out there because, you know, it, 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 I guess and one thing Marie says is always work hard and put in your best effort, but don't be a tweaker, <laughs> which I think is quite cute. That's the kind of thing. She has fun stuff. But she's got these five strategies to make progress now. Um, and one of the things is to prioritise important over urgent because quite often urgent work is other people's. And I really want to make that point that quite often something that's urgent – is generally because other people need you to do it. Now, it doesn't mean that it's not it's not urgent, but it's definitely urgent for them, okay? But the thing is that if you put important work over urgent work, you will get to the urgent work because it's got to be done, all right? But if you put the important work first, you'll have more energy for the urgent work. And how do you sort of distinguish between what's urgent and what's important? Well, really, important things, um, they're, quiet, they're sort of quiet. They're, they're things like um, they don't have any sort of, um, they don't have any kind of drama or expectation. They're whispers, really, about your dreams and your goals. Those are the important things, you know. So really think about what's important, what's urgent. And I guess the thing is, you know, as I say, it's other people's. It's it's your clients, your families. Those are the urgent things. And it's not that your clients aren't important, but it's also recognizing well, what's 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 the most important thing I can do for my client that may not necessarily be urgent. So. Um, the other thing about important things is that they require self-motivation. So they're really easy to blow off. Things like it's important to go to the gym every day. 
Yeah, well, sometimes I go, mm, I'm not sure about that. I might just like to sleep in this morning. <laughs> um, but I know that when I go, I feel better. You know, I went this morning, I feel really good. I lost some energy today. So um, you can save what's urgent for a little later. Because as I say, you'll still get it done because urgent stuff always gets done because it's got to get done. So, um, And the second thing is be willing to start small and be sucky about it. You know, just start small and do things and, and it will be sucky. It won't be great. You know, I've been doing these shows for a long time now. I'm still not a perfect perfectionist at it, but I am doing my best and I feel like I'm a lot more on top of it than when I first started. And that's the same with anything. You know, you'll find that you'll look at someone out there that perhaps, you know, you think, gosh, they're so amazing. You know, they look so amazing. But actually, you know, overnight success taken 20 years to make, you know, so we've really got to make sure that, you know, when we're, when we're comparing, and another one of my saying is comparison is the thief of joy. So don't compare yourself to other people. It's all about you. And when can you start? Start small, start sucky. You know, suck now. Um, so next time you find yourself stuck in perfection paralysis, remember start small and, and, and sucky beats you know, staying sucky. So, you know, start sucky, start small, and then you'll get better. The other thing is that she says to train your brain for progress. So if you've been stuck in perfectionism and procrastination mode, you may be doing a hell of a lot, but not making any progress. Have you ever felt like that, where, you know, you're going like hard, hamster wheel of perfection, busy, busy, busy work, okay? But actually, busy doesn't equal progress a lot of the time. So we've got to be careful that we're not just doing work for work's sake, you know, being busy. I'll just check that email rather than, you know, get into that thing. I've really got to do that project of mine that I really want to do. So um, it's time to just answer your creative dreams. You know, what are the things that, that, you, that would be important to you to get done? So, and then the thing is that she talks about training your brain for progress. She says, do the creative work first. And I can absolutely vouch for that. I get up early, um, I meditate, and I'm working on a book myself at the moment. So I do a little bit of writing each morning. And it's just a little bit, but it, it's just a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And that's that discipline of doing it regularly. My mind goes, okay, creative time now. And to begin with, it wasn't happy about it. It didn't want to do it. Wouldn't give me these. It would give me a block rather than being creative. But I just started writing something, you know. So um, it's it's when you wake up, you know, you're really alert. It's that time when you're really cognitive. You're really ready to keep going, you know. So it's the time to really do the things that really matter to you. So um, it's the time to create, really. And and don't get straight into your task. You know, think about how what, what's the thing I'm wanting to create today you know, that I want to get, that, that's going to fill my tank, I guess. Uh, and then the second thing is, she says, put your entire life on airplane mode when you're actually, you know, in that space. So don't try to ignore the phone. Don't try to do those things. Actually put them away out of sight and just focus on that one thing. And, and don't don't fight the, the impulse to be distracted. Just get it out of the way so it's not there. And then you can, you know, really, really concentrate on what it is you're trying to achieve. And then the third thing is, um, she says, write a onesie, and it's, this is her again, you know, she's so fun with her, her, her words and what she uses. But what she's saying there is just write the one task that you want to get done, right, put it right in front of you, and keep on that one task that you want to get done, okay? Even if you're doing this throughout the day, but it's that one task that you wanted to get done, that important task, put it there in front of you, in front of your computer, you know, on your desk in front of you, so that when an email pops in, notification, or the phone goes, notification, or whatever, that, you, that as soon as you're back focused again, or you can take no notice of it, or if you answer, have to answer the phone, you answer the phone, you come back. Now, what was I doing? And that little onesie's right there in front of you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've got to do that thing. So it's it's really sort of being aware, I guess. And then she has this other thing called, called reset to focus your energy. So And it's all about taking breaks in between. So 
realistically, we all get 1,440 minutes in a day. Okay, now that sounds like a lot of minutes, but we're all getting exactly the same amount of time. So what are you doing with your 1,440 minutes in a day? Because that, you know, that's, 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 the, that's the thing that really does make you, you know, shift and, and has the impact that you need to have on your life. So really looking at, okay, I know there's so much that I sleep with, you know, with my minutes, but, but what are the other minutes that I'm doing? And what she calls this method, it's her reset method, and it's an acronym, which is review your day, um, put in, and that means, you know, going through and taking some breaks, making sure that, um, because after 90 minutes of focus work, you need at least 5 to 15 minutes of break, because your brain can't actually focus as long as, you know, more than two hours. So you need to be able to really, you know, look at it and go, okay, you know, what 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 am I going to do, you know, next? And then the other thing is... Um, Making a making a little alarm so that you know that you've got to have that that break. So put that on your phone or something like that. So because you can get yourself really in this space, and I've done it myself. Where oh heck, it's you know it's been two hours and I'm, my brain's really foggy and I shouldn't have you know kept on focus that long because I'm just going over the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. Um, and so to be efficient is is also about having the break to come back, you know, to get, to get the efficiency as well. And then when you have your break, make sure that you step away from your screen. So that's the S part. So the R is review your day. The E is easy to remember. The S is step away from your screen. So actually having a, a break from the screens. Don't go back and play some game on your phone or something like that. Have a break from the, from the screens because they can cause fatigue as well. And then this is another one of her little words. Exercise. So exercise and hydrate. Which I think it's really cute. So drink a tall glass of water, move your body, get outside, you know, do some stretches, that kind of thing. Keep yourself moving along. Um, and she likes. She's a. She was a an MTV dancer. So you can imagine she likes to have a little dance around the office, or you know, dance with her, with her staff and stuff. And then the T is tune back in. So we all know that where where uh, attention goes, energy flows. You know, that's what happens. So whatever you can focus on, you know, you want to be able to focusing in on. And and also don't forget that what you focus on, you feel, and you want to be feeling good. So focus in on that next thing that's going to make you feel like you're making progress. So that's your, that's your kind of main things from from the lovely Marie Folio. Check her out online, Marie Marie TV. You can put that in. Um, you can find her. The other one is Brene Brown. So what we'll do now is we'll have a little music break, and when we come back, I want to talk to you a little about Brene Brown's kind of take on perfectionism. Brene is a is a researcher, and um, she's got some really fantastic stuff to tell you. So go grab a cup of tea, or you know, keep on power walking if you're listening to me there while you're power walking, and come back and in uh, just a little while. Oh 
Hi, I hope you enjoyed that uh, little bit of a song there and that you're still with me. We've been talking about perfectionism and we've been talking a bit about excellence and how the two of them are not the same, but that we can get them a little bit mixed up and think, oh, I'm trying to be perfect, but actually what you're striving for is excellence. Now, there is a difference. We don't want to get too stuck in perfectionism where it stops us from actually doing what we need to do, but having ex- striving for excellence is a difference again. And we're just talking um, a bit about Marie Folio and some of her stuff that she provides, and I've given you a bunch of tips there. But now we're going to look at Brene Brown. Now, if you haven't uh, seen any of Brene Brown's work or you're not familiar with her she is really fun she's a Texan really um, straight up kind of woman and she's a researcher she's very much about the analytical side of the brain but she's had to really understand she's actually researched vulnerability and she's come to this whole place of understanding emotions around vulnerability and she was not particularly an emotional person so she's had to learn that so and she's learned she's learned about what it means to be vulnerable but she talks about wholehearted living and so really living with a big whole heart and one of the things she talks about is to overcome perfectionism uh, she talks about perfectionism being a form of of um people think of it being as a form of of healthy self-improvement but it's actually not it's um it's often framed as trying to be the best version of yourself however perfectionism is really about trying to control people's perceptions of you so that's something to think about you know are you trying to be perfect for other people um, it's an attempt to gain approval and acceptance from others by hiding your flaws and projecting the image of being perfect. And we see this everywhere in social media all the time. And we and I hear this often from from women of um, of teenagers that that you know mothers of teenagers that they're just like they're worried for their child of what what their child's looking at and thinking that they should become on online and that kind of thing and and, and not really seeing the real version of the people because everybody on social media puts their absolute best. They don't. They don't put what's actually not working. So um, it's important to recognise that we, we're we're humans and we are going to have flaws. So, but the purpose, um, she says, of projecting the perfect image is to avoid facing shame, blame, and judgment from others. Perfectionism tells you that people won't have a reason to direct the, these emotions at you if they think you're perfect. So you know, I, I guess what I'm saying to you is to think about you know what times in the you know throughout your life or different tasks that you do do you like everything perfect and how really is that working out for you in terms of you know your relationship with others especially around perfectionism you know do you you know get on get on the partner's back about not doing something do you get on the kids back about not doing something perfect the fact that they're doing it is a good thing yes you give them guidance on what's expected but um but you don't necessarily push push them into a corner where everything has to be perfect because 
that's going to put more stress and anxiety on them. So, um, and the reason that, that Brene says about perfectionism being dangerous because it's unrealistic expectations. So it's really thinking about, am I putting unrealistic expectations in this situation? Because you're never going to be perfect, as we talked about. Nothing actually is. So um, really the first thing she says, step one, is, is accept that you, like everyone else in the world, will always be vulnerable to shame, judgment and blame. Accepting these emotions are, are universal and they're unavoidable. And, and when you do that, it takes away perfectionism's power. So that's the first kind of step to kind of move away from it, if you like. And then secondly, focus on developing your shame resilience. And she talks a lot about that, about shame. Uh, she's in, And there's lots of hilarious stories. I, I really encourage you to, to look her up. She's got some really fun stories of situations in group settings where she's worked with people around shame. And just and just there's some fun stuff. There's some quite, you know, really quite emotional um, aspects as well. But it's actually, it's just interesting to listen to what people feel shame about um, what someone else's shame may not be your shame and vice versa. And it's really interesting to hear that. Um, but she's saying you no longer need to engage in perfectionism if you can really look at the fact that um, I don't mind feeling shameful about that thing. So if you can feel oh, I don't mind feeling shameful about that thing, then then you're going to be able to be more vulnerable and be more real, you know. And the other thing is, is people are saying to recognize that real people are who they want to be around, not the ones that are fake on on you know some of these social platforms. And the other thing is practicing self-compassion. So being kind to yourself can help you embrace your imperfections. And that's really, really true. And that's certainly true for me as, as I've been going along. You know, um, I've definitely been guilty of, of wanting things to be perfect. But then when I've recognized that, that stressing myself out to get there doesn't help anybody around me, um, I've recognized that actually the best, the best role model I can be for my children as a mother is to show that actually it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay uh, not to be perfect, but to do it as best we can. Yes, strive for excellence as, and as much as you can, but don't tie yourself up in knots trying to get there. Um, and making this mistakes makes me makes me a bad person. Or if I didn't have this thought, I, I'd be I'd be worthy. Those kinds of thinking. That's that health, that self compassion that we want you to take that away and say actually it's okay because it's recognizing that you know people are doing their best. So it's really just thinking about that. And I'll give you just one last little quote from Brene. She said, perfectionism is not self-improvement. Perfectionism is, at its core, about trying to earn approval. Most perfectionists grew up being praised for achievement and performance. Grades, manners, rule following, people pleasing, appearance, sports. Somewhere along the way, they adopted this dangerous and disabilitating belief that I am what I accomplish and how well I accomplish it. Please perform and perfect. However, healthy striving is self-focused. How can I improve? So she's sort of saying, you know, really thinking about perfectionism is, is other focus and what will they think? And she's talking about perfectionism being a hustle. So we're not saying don't do your best, and I think that's really important to distinguish. We're not saying don't, don't go for excellence, don't go for being the best you can, but recognize that, you know, there's always another level, there's always another level, and, and you'll never get it perfect. So it's really just it's just thinking about those things. So, um, yeah, take care. Thank you for listening. I hope that's been helpful. I'm Carol Reed. I have a company called Soulpreneurs. I work with you on how you most want to feel. So if any of this has resonated for you and you want to get in touch, you can get a hold of me on 021-774058. Check out my website, soulpreneurs.co.nz, and go and have a phenomenal, fantastic day.
This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air.